Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to our book reading for today, When the Moon Split, a biography of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The book has been compiled by Saifur Rahman Mubarak Puri. We continue on page 159, Expedition Against Banu Qaynuka. We continue on page 169, Plight of the Encircled Muslims. When the Muslims saw themselves surrounded, they were overtaken by panic and disorder and failed to chalk out a cohesive plan. Some of them escaped to the south and reached Medina, while others fled toward the mountain pass and took refuge in a camp. Some of them ran towards the Prophet, peace be upon him, to protect him from the onslaught of the enemies, as has already been mentioned. Even as the majority of the Muslims stood their ground, their efforts were ineffectual simply because they were disorganized. Disorder prevailed in the Muslim ranks so much so that the first row collided with the rear row. The result was that Yaman, the father of Hudayfa, was killed at the hands of the Muslims themselves. Once the rumor of the Prophet's death faltered in, their morale plummeted even lower. Grief-stricken and lost, some of them simply abandoned the field, while others were infused with resolve and rallied, saying, Come, let us die for what the Prophet ﷺ gave his life. The crisis receded only when Ka'ab bin Malik caught a glimpse of the Prophet ﷺ making his way to join the besieged Muslims. Ka'ab recognized the Prophet's eyes, although his face was covered with a helmet. He cried loudly, O Muslims, rejoice! Here is the Prophet! Ka'ab's words galvanized the remaining Muslims, and they streamed to the Prophet's side. Within a short time, thirty companies assembled around him. The Prophet decided against further combat, prudently choosing to retreat. He made his way through the rows and successfully led his troops towards the mountain pass. The pagans lost two of their soldiers in a fruitless attempt to stop them. By retreating, the Prophet, peace be upon him, managed to save his army from further losses, losses that had come about from simple disobedience of his orders. Disobedience had changed the Muslim victory into catastrophe, but with Allah's help, the Muslims were pulled back from the precipice. When the Muslims came out of the siege and holed themselves up in the ravine, some individual skirmishes continued between the Muslims and pagan soldiers. The pagans chose to engage in small strikes rather than start another large-scale battle. They would remain in the battlefield for short periods, men and women alike hunting for their fallen Muslim enemies and mutilating them. Abu Sufyan's wife, Hind bint Utbah, had thirsted for Hamza's blood since she had lost a kinsman to Hamza's sword. When she saw Hamza's body in a gruesome act of vendetta, she cut out his belly, extracted his liver and chewed it, but as she could not swallow it, she spat it out. Ubay bin Halaf made another effort to kill the Prophet, peace be upon him, but was himself struck down. The Prophet, peace be upon him, used his lance to unhorse Ubay, who bellowed like a wounded ox as he rolled down from his mount. He died at Sarf, near Makkah, trying to go back to his lines. A few more men of the Quraysh came headed by Abu Sufyan and Halid bin Walid. They scaled the mountain at different points to overtake the Muslims at several places. Omar, along with a band of Muhajirin, fought them back and forced them to descend. According to some sources, Sa'id bin Abi Waqas shot three of the men dead with his arrows. 
Abu Sufyan and Khalid bin Walid decided after the last abortive attempt to defeat the Muslims that it was time to return to Makkah. They were satisfied at the damage they had wrought. Even though they had lost 22 of their own, they had killed a great number of Muslims. The Muslim body count stood at 70. 41 of the martyrs were from the Hazraj tribe, 24 from the Aus and 4 from the Muhajirin. A Jew was also killed. At the Muslim camp it was time to rest and take stock. When the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam finally sat down to rest, Ali fetched water for him to drink from Mihra, a stream in Uhud. The water smelled so unpleasant that the Prophet peace be upon him couldn't drink it. However, he washed his face with it and the rest he poured over his head. His wounds started bleeding again and Fatima burnt a piece of matting and dressed her father's wounds with the ashes to stop the bleeding. Muhammad bin Muslima fetched fresh water that the Prophet peace be upon him drank gratefully because of his wounds he prayed dhuhr sitting and his companions adopted the same posture the muslim men were joined by the women who tended to the injured among them were Aisha um Ayman um Sulaim and um Sulait who fetched drinking water in leather flasks and served it to the wounded both sides were in a mode of retreat When the pagans were poised to return to Makkah, Abu Sufyan appeared on Mount Uhud and shouted, "Is Muhammad among you?" Nobody responded from the Muslim side. Abu Sufyan then shouted, "Is Abu Bakr, the son of Abu Kuhafa, among you?" Once more he was met with silence. He shouted a third time, "Is Umar bin Khattab among you?" This call also went unanswered because the Prophet peace be upon him had forbidden the Muslims to make any reply. The silence satisfied Abu Sufyan who called out jubilantly we have finally been relieved of those three hearing these words Umar radhiyallahu an impetuously roared o enemy of allah all whom you named are alive and allah almighty has more disgrace in store for you Abu Sufyan said your slain have been mutilated i neither ordered nor disliked it after that cry glory to hubal The prophet instructed his companions to counter Allah is the highest and most majestic. Abu Sufyan then shouted we have Uzza while you have none. The prophet peace be upon him bade his followers answer Allah is our lord but you have none. Abu Sufyan reminded the Muslims of their loss saying what a glorious deed we have wrought this is our revenge for badr victory in war goes by turns one wins today and the other tomorrow umar retorted the scores are certainly not even for our dead have gone to paradise and yours to hell taken aback at umar's conviction abu sufyan conceded you people consider it so and if it is true we are losers then abu sufyan called umar closer and said umar I ask you in the name of Allah if we have killed Muhammad Umar swore by Allah this is not true and he is listening to what you say Abu Sufyan was convinced about the truth of Umar's words and complimented his enemy To me you are more truthful and upright than Ibn Qam'ah With his parting words he issued a challenge We shall meet again at Badr next year At this the prophet peace be upon him had a companion affirm Yes It is an appointment between us.
And that's where we leave our book reading for today. We're reading from the book, When the Moon Split, a biography of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The book has been compiled by Saifur Rahman Mubarak Puri. If you would like to download this and other podcasts, you're welcome to do so. Go to vocfm.iono.fm and click on the book reading channel. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.